grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Good, I hope. California got some much-needed rain. Now it's all sunny again, but it's nice, nice and cool and sunny. Going down, starting to slide into October now. The thing with California, it's funny because what happens is that it'll be 73 like today. Now we're going to go up to 92 on the weekend. But then all of a sudden, like almost overnight, boom, there's a drop-off. And it's like 30, it, it ends up being like 30s and 40s at night. It goes that quick. So uh, looking forward to that drop-off at some point here. But anyway, welcome to the show. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, which means if you have a paranormal lead, we can get to you and help you out. We are a full service group as well. We have, uh, we have mediums on staff. We also have contractors, police officers, uh, nurses, everything on staff to help you out. Okay. So if you have, if you need any help, let, let us know. Um, our main website is down, but you can get us at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com or you can get us on Facebook, uh, look up California Haunts or, uh, look up me or even go to the meetup site. We have a California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team meetup site. So you can get us there too. Easy to find us. Anyway, uh, if you're watching from Facebook tonight, please hit that follow button. If you are watching from YouTube, there's a little ghost in the bottom right-hand corner over there with a magnifying glass on, uh, magnifying glass in its hand, and a uh, Sherlock Holmes cap on. That's our mascot. If you click on that, that'll subscribe you to all of our videos. Our, uh, we have almost 450 videos sitting over there. Different topic, because we don't always um, do paranormal topics. I'm a journalist, photojournalist by trade, so I like to kind of mix it up about what we do. But uh, I think there's a little something for everybody, just like tonight's show. Personally, I'm going to go into personal accounts. I've always grown up with dogs. I've always grown up with animals in my house, whether it's cats, dogs. I got into cats later on. My dad liked cats, but I wasn't into cats till, till the last few years. But I always grew up with some kind of animal in the house, whether it was a dog, a fish. Um, I had rabbits. I had a couple rabbits for a while. Um, but you know, mostly dogs. And uh, I wear my heart on my sleeve. So when I have an animal, I'm, I get particularly close to it. And uh, every time I lose an animal, it's really, really heartbreaking for me. Just like right now, I'm down to a, I'm down to a 15-year-old rat terrier. And I have a three-year-old Australian Kelpie that I'm very, very close to, plus my four cats and my bird, okay, and my and my other bird. I have two birds. But uh, losing anybody that's lost a pet, it is the most heartbreaking feeling because it's a member of your family. It's your baby. In some cases, people baby them to the point that they, they, they treat them like children, call them by kids' names and stuff like that, especially older people. Older people love their pets. You know, they just love them. And I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm one of the, I'm not saying I'm an older person, but I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that just adores my pets, adores them to pieces. But my guest tonight, Brandon Wainwright has a great story to tell. And I want to let him tell his story because I don't want to screw it up because he's a, he's a police officer and, uh, he lost his dog. And so, um, 
or let him tell the story. But for anybody that has lost a pet, this is going to hit, hit, it's going to hit you right here. Okay. And it hits you right in the heart because believe it or not, they do come back to business. I've had a lot of experience with this and it's not only just one dog that's come back. It's been several of our dogs that have returned to visit. And then there's other signs, but it's not about me tonight. This is about Brandon and his experience. So let me bring him on and uh, see what you guys think. Good evening. Hi, how are you doing? Good. How are Thanks you? Thanks for having me on. Doing well. I'm, I'm really pleased to have you on. Tell me about you. You're a police officer, right? Uh, I, I used to be. I stopped in, in December, well, January of this year. I, I okay. retired. Okay. So tell me your story and we'll go from there. Um, well, um, so I had a dog named Tyson. Uh, he was a eight pound Chihuahua dachshund mix. And uh, he, I was like, like you and your dogs. I was very, very close to him. Um, he, he changed my life, helped me heal over a lot of different things that, that had happened in my childhood. And, uh, just really helped me to open my heart. Um, I mean, I was always an animal lover, but he really helped me to to get back in touch with that with that love. That's, in my opinion, is is um, just makes us better people because it animals have a way of opening our hearts to them, and then it it then translates into opening our hearts to the world around us. I think I think they're good for our souls. Um, and anyway, we lost Tyson in, in April of 2018 and, um, he was 14. So, you know, he had a good long life and, uh, but it, for me, it was a life changing experience because, well, I mean, I, I had lost animals. Obviously I was, I was 45 years old at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, I lost my fair share of loved ones just like we all do. Um, but none of them impacted me quite like this did. He, he was, I was so close to him and he was like a child to me. He was like a brother, a child, a mentor, a soulmate, all the above. And I, I was not raised in a religious family. So I, I was more of an agnostic and I had had my struggles spiritually, um, in my earlier years. Um, so I tried on a number of different religions uh, and I, none of them really worked for me. I found elements of truth in them, but I, I couldn't buy into the dogma of them. And ultimately I couldn't, I couldn't convert to them. And one of them, I was even, I was enga engaged to a woman who was very religious and I ended up losing her because I couldn't, I couldn't convert to her religion. Mm -hmm. So it, it was something I took very seriously, but, um, but I never was able to find, find my, my fit. And I had come to the conclusion that, that it, I just wasn't going to have a religion and that my, my, the extent of my spirituality was going to be, well, I know there's more. I know, I know intuitively that there's more. I don't believe I'm ever going to know what that is. I don't think anybody can. And, um, because for me, spirituality and religion were synonymous. I didn't have, I had, didn't have a lot of exposure, um, personal exposure to metaphysics and and that spirit spiritualism outside of religion um so i i saw it as well it's one or the other and i i can't buy in so i, I know there's more and i'm just going to have to accept that i'm not going to know what it is and move on with myself and i was good with that for a number of years mm -hmm. until until we lost tyson 
And within a day or two of losing him, I, I, you know, I knew it was going to be a, a very difficult loss from, I mean, from the moment he came into my life, I knew it was going to be difficult because he, I chair, I literally made a special point every day to cherish every moment with him because I knew how special it was. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, well, you know, at the very least when he passes, I'm going to know that I made the absolute best of my time with him. And I did. Um, and I knew it was going to be incredibly difficult getting over the loss, but I, what I didn't count on was a struggle with existentialism and, and wondering, you know, what happened to him. And, and so, like I said, a day or two in, and I realized that that's big part of what I'm coping with right now. And so I, I didn't think I was going to get any answers. I had tried, you know, like I was telling you before, many times to get answers and none of it had worked. So I assumed that it was, it was going to take the same path as before but what i did what i did hope for was that i could just read some some books that that gave me some comfort and so i went onto amazon and i punched in animals in the afterlife just hoping for i didn't expect anything nonfiction. i figured it would just be some nice stories that warmed my heart and made me feel better about what, what was happening and instead i found a book that um that where it was all factual and it was all it was stuff about you know reincarnation and um you know uh mediumship esp uh, animal communicators and and it was all it was so compelling to me that that i i i, I wouldn't say that i 100 percent bought in but i i thought i thought well it's either either this person is 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 insane <laughs> um she's she's lying or or this is some really cool stuff that that warrants looking deeper and what particularly intrigued me was the idea of being able to talk to tyson and and especially with being able to you know ask him to come back to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i ended up doing some consultations with animal communicators and i felt you know it it was it was something that i didn't think was was going to necessarily be fruitful and i thought i was a little crazy but but at the same time it was a path that i needed to go down and and i, I knew i needed to to give it a shot and i i won't get into all the details because you know i want people to check the book out but long story short i had some incredible experiences that left no question in my mind that i was that i connected with him and on a on a very profound level and then i had more after that as I, as I dug deeper. And then from there, once I, once I had these experiences, I was like, well, obviously this is real. Uh It's and and I felt like I had been guided down this path for a reason. Uh You know, I, I didn't just have these experiences to give just, just for myself. I felt like I now had uh, a path to take that, that would have a bigger impact than just on me. I mean, granted, I, w- I was driven by curiosity and the exploration spirit, but I really, this was something huge. And so from that point, I, you know, I dug, dug deeper and deeper and, and became a first a Reiki master. And then, and I've learned more he- healing modalities, energy healing, spiritual healing modalities. And, um, and I've just, I'm just continued down that path. And I ended up writing the book about, about his life and about the process of losing him and, and the spiritual growth and the the experiences that I had in the hopes that, um, it would shed some light for other 
average Joes or Josephines like myself. Um, you know, here I, I'm just an average guy. I, there's nothing really remarkable about me. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm, yeah, I'm just Joe Citizen, and here I am having these experiences. And so, what I was hoping is that by sharing my story, it it'll either give give people a good sense of peace, or it'll inspire them or both um, to, to to go on their own journey and mm-hmm. and do their own exploration. And and because there's something very profound about realizing that there really is life after death, and that we really are souls having a uh, an earthly experience not not you know humans occasionally having a spiritual experience it's mm-hmm. we're are fundamentally we are spiritual beings um and there's a lot of peace that comes with that on a lot of different levels um in the case of tyson you know people look at dogs and animals not everybody but you know a lot of people like like you know if, if you lose your animal and you're broken hearted i mean I've, I've worked with people that have been like that, that have been that don't understand they don't get it they don't get that connection yeah. and yeah um it's sad they don't because you know when you think about it and these animals they they do have a soul they do have a soul Absolutely. i mean you look in their eyes and you can see it you know you can see, oh, yeah. you can see the emotion in their eyes and like in my case, like like the like I discussed when I sent my letter to you, I never thought in my wildest dreams that I'd be able to communicate with an animal like that either. You know, and then things started happening. And it was the most wonderful, wonderful feeling to know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I mean, not only is it profound in the sense that that you you realize that you that it's not the it's not the end, mm-hmm. you know. It's um, that you will, you will, well, you're still going to be able to, to, to be close to them, even though you can't tangibly hold them like you did before and cuddle them like you did before. They're still there. And there's something very, very amazing about that. But the, the, the magnitude of that knowledge in terms of, you know, what, what does your life mean? I mean, it's, you, you aren't just a, a pile of skin and bones that that's, mm-hmm. that's moving through this world and trying to survive by, doing whatever you do for a living and having your little small circle of friends that are all going to, you're all going to die out and, and, and just be a memory. It's, it's, it's much, much bigger than that. And, and the impact that you have on your, on your friends and family and, and people that you interact with throughout your day, whether, you know, the, 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 the clerk at the grocery store, I mean, there's the impact that you have is, is, and, and the importance of those, interactions and the and, and the actions that you take each day and the act and the importance of the thoughts that you have in your head you know it's not just a matter of of you know i'm just going to get mine and, and live my life and and live it to the best of my ability as far as what i get out of this you know and have as, as pleasurable experiences as i as i can no it's it's got it's a lot about how you Im- affect the world how you affect other people how they affect you and the lessons that you're learning in the process it's it's much it's 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 a profound realization that it's has so many implications way beyond you know just the pleasure of knowing that that you're still connected to your animal but i will say that's pretty special you know that's that's a big part of it certainly that's a great feeling now you know you being a you being a former police officer me being a former um police news you know police crime reporter I had an aha moment, and I remember my aha moment when I was doing the beat. Um, somebody there had been this big accident on the freeway, and there was a woman that had been killed, and 
I get there like 20 minutes afterwards, you know, the police are there, of course. And they had a tarp covering the side of the car. And I remember my aha moment was that the tarp, somebody, another reporter, not, not from my paper, had taken the tarp off to take a photo. And I was staring at her. And, my, and, and all of a sudden it hit me and I thought, she's not there. Whatever she, whatever she was has moved on. Hmm. Yeah. It's just a shell. The body's a shell. That's all that's all it is. It's a shell that holds our soul in and then we're off when the time comes. You know, and that was yeah. my aha moment. Although she probably was still there watching what was going on, I'd yeah, imagine. <laughs> but still, I think she was off to the side yeah. somewhere, probably watching, because at that point, you know, there, there was just nothing in that body left. The the eyes are lifeless, there's nothing there, you know. And that was the yeah. aha moment. I thought. Yeah, her soul is out of that body. You know, that's yeah. what I, that's, that's when it hit me. You know, oh, yep. Just yeah, I, you know, as an officer, I had my fair share of encounters with death, and um, mm-hmm. for me, for me, up until up until that experience that I had with with Tyson, I I didn't I didn't have. I mean, I, I obviously I knew that they that they were no longer there, but I I didn't. I still didn't know for sure. I just, I, I thought what, what, for me, what that, what that was all about was gosh, how fragile we are and how quickly mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. can shift, you know, mm-hmm. and how, 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 um, how priceless life is, you mm-hmm. know, how precious it is, you know, you got to value it. And, and just because this isn't the end doesn't mean that it's, it's any less important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, without giving it away, can we get one instance for people to to hear about Tyson and how you were able to make contact with him, or he made contact with you? Um. Well, uh, the the animal communicate. I had a number of animal communicators, um, you know, sessions with them, and and just the information that was that came through the communicator was so specific, and 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 personal and and there was like there was real subtle bits of information um that that you couldn't know you know so but as far as 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 my contacts with him i i mean i had a number i I won't get into it like you said i'm like i won't give anything away but i had i i i had um i i had a number of of instances where i actually encountered him his his actual you know where i was able to actually experience him um and my wife did as well and my daughter and um you know so it, it but that's you know you, you've had those experiences too it's it's yeah. it, it's it's not it's it's paranormal certainly and it's it's remarkable but it's not all that unusual no you know no. i think i think i think most people uh especially animal lovers if they're honest and willing to admit it you know that there's there's most people have had experiences that were you know maybe not quite as many but mm-hmm. i think i think i think if you're someone who's watching and paying attention right right you'll you'll you you will experience those things because you know our 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 conscious minds our left brain minds have a tendency to filter out information especially you know that's why they they always say that children are are the are the best in terms of of being able to perceive paranormal activity and because they don't have any of those those filters that there's nothing in their mind telling them 
that they shouldn't be seeing those things or, or sharing those things. And mm -hmm. as, so as we get older, we automatically filter those things out. But for me, you know, all of a sudden it was like, whoa, the, you know, the, the world has turned on its head. And, and I started really watching and paying, you know, closer and, and paying attention. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely had, had some pretty cool experiences I, through the communicators and with, through my own firsthand uh, experiences. It is such a, feeling of relief and I, I, that's what i have felt every the the first time that they, that, that they do that they communicate like i told you you know in my letter i've had multiple communication you know with different dogs and stuff and the first time that they communicate with you it's such a relief because you are wondering are they okay where are they you know are, are, you know yeah. what's going on with them and like 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 with the case of the one dog i had she was she was 17 and she could barely move and when she came to me in the dream finally she was her old self jumping up and down and happy as a clam, you know, and it felt, even though it was really short lived, you know, maybe a few seconds to see her, yeah. it was such a, it's such a relief feeling because you realize that they're healthy again and, they, and they're so happy and they're there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know, that I think for, you know, when you, when you lose, when you lose an animal or, or, or a loved one, you know, with humans, it, I don't think we, we tend to to put that 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 kind of that that generally isn't as big of an issue, you know. Mm -hmm. Where are they okay? You know, I mean, sometimes depending on what the the circumstances are right. of the death, certainly we we have those thoughts. Um, but generally, it's just it's just part. Of, we just accept it, and 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 you know, you have the loss, the the fact that you can't interact with them anymore, and the permanence mm -hmm. of that, and that's that's certainly difficult to cope with for anybody, but. But I think with animals in particular, it's very difficult because you do you worry because you're they are an innocent for you. They were your charge. They they're utterly dependent on you for a whole lifetime, and all of a sudden they're not there anymore. And it's like it's like losing a child. It's mm -hmm. um and and so when you're going through that grieving process, if that part of it can be alleviated, is mm -hmm. in terms of 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 the knowing and 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 the the, the worry that you have about them. It makes the it makes the the grieving process much much less traumatic and and it, it also is is very life affirming, very mm -hmm. spiritually affirming. And mm -hmm. so for me, I I always I encourage people when they're when they're when they're coping with the death, you, you know, whether it be a loved one, uh, a human, right. or or a uh, right. you know an animal, but um, to just go ahead, you know talk to a communicator, talk to a medium. And I think, you know, in our, in our society today, it's much more acceptable or people are much more willing to admit that, that they would like to do that or, or, and take action on it than they did say, you know, 20, 30 years ago, where it would have been much more fringy. Um, and, but I, since I had my experience, I've, I've referred quite a few people to different communicators that I've worked with and mediums and, and they've all, you know, they, it's, it's done them all a lot of good. And a lot of them have had really profound experiences themselves that way. So, and it really does, it helps a lot. And it, um, it's just, you know, it's, it's getting past the, the um, societal dogma, religious dogma, you know, things for some people, I think even after, after they experience, experience these things they still i know myself included actually if i'm honest that you know you're still trying to talk yourself out of it 
Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, come on. Am I, am I lying to myself? If I, am I saying, uh, am I, am I just having trouble coping? So I'm, I'm, it's like a, you know, an opiate for me, you mm-hmm. know, just helping me get through this. But, but for me, I kept digging and I kept having more and more experiences and reinforcing and proving and having it prove itself to me. And, and then I started doing my own work and, and, you know, so it's it. I think, I think it's also a case of, you know, some people want it so bad, but they're not open enough to it. And once you open up to it, that's when you start seeing yeah. more. Like you say, to pay, you pay more attention to what's going on around you and, and you're able to see this stuff, even with, even with humans. I mean, I did the same thing with my mother. I can't it sounds terrible, but when my mother passed away, being a ghost hunter, you know, and knowing, knowing what happened, which helped a lot. Um, I knew she wouldn't want to go to the coroner's office dirty. So I went ahead and bathed her, but I bathed her in a certain soap. Ah. So when she comes, I can smell her. I know it's her coming. Ah. You know, it's stuff like that. And she's, you know, I have experiences all the time. And, and I think you just have to be open. And some people either aren't just aren't, aren't willing to open. But I, mean, I agree with you. I think after an animal dies or, or even, a, even a human, if, if you feel that profound loss, you should see somebody. You should talk with somebody. You know, and, well, and I think I think. I think all of these types of things, all these paranormal types of things, um, I mean, it, well, in, in any subject matter out there, really, but especially the paranormal stuff, what what it's going to take to get somebody to open up to these these concepts, unless they're just like, fascinated and they, they want to dig in like you, for example, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you clearly are really interested. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what it takes is like it's, it's, it's having an, an experience in your life that that motivates you to dig and, and mm-hmm. find, and find some piece of your own, but it, you know, it's, it's no different than like, say, um, you know, like a lot of people go chiropractors mm-hmm. at that point where they, they had, they have some kind of a back injury or they, they reach a point where they're in so much discomfort physically mm-hmm. that they, that they open themselves up to the, the idea of going to a chiropractor. And I know that's a lot more common now, but back in the day, it was much less. So people had a big fear of chiropractors you know, but when you get into enough pain, you're willing to take on anything. Sure. And I, but I, th- I find that, that with the energy healing too, it's, it's, it's a similar phenomenon where you're, I don't, I don't think it's so much that they don't want to be open. I just think that they're so, you know, they, they're fi- they're, they're wrestling in their own mind with, with what is accepted, what mm-hmm. their, their, their life paradigm has enforced in them or in reinforced in them. Um, and, and like, cause I do energy healing and I've, I, I, I recently, I, I just started my business a few months ago. I've been doing it for a number of years, but I finally decided to, to, to start a practice. And, awesome. um, and, and I asked a couple friends that I had done pretty significant healings on to write a testimonial for me and neither one of them would do it. And I mean, I've had other people write them, but they didn't want to do it. One of them, because they're like, well, I don't know if it was really the energy healing or, and the other one was, well, my church, I talked to my pastor and he said, unless you're doing it in the name of Jesus Christ, then it's not, then it's something I should be partaking in. It's like, it's like, well, you, you partook of it when you were hurting, you know what it's, uh, and so they're, they're, they're wrestling with with their own 
experience and their their own explanation of the experience i have another friend who's who's a very powerful healer and we were talking today and he he does he, he's at a stage now where he's still struggling with starting a practice because he doesn't want to he has a hard time with the idea of charging people which is under i struggled with that a lot too um but the reality is you can help a lot more people if you actually do a practice than if you're doing it on the side and 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 they and the thing is people appreciate it more when you're they're actually engaged and and investing in their healing you know um and and what he told me is that he's 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 had quite a few himself like significant healings and they say oh i feel better and then uh-huh. and then the, he never hears from them again or they or the, and they 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 don't want to acknowledge or even or even utter the words that it was him or it was his energy because you really the, the healer isn't the one doing the healing and they're a right. channel for, um uh, but they, they don't even want to you know, it's like oh i feel better now uh i'm feeling cognitive dissonance in my head here I, i'm I, i'm struggling with with what's really happening so i'm just going to ignore it and move on with myself and mm-hmm. i think i think that's what happens with people it's not so much that they don't want to believe it's that there's just too much conflict in their head whether it be societal standards or their own confusion mm-hmm. um you know and it's so i think you have to be committed i think you have to to be committed and 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 really want to to get to the bottom of it if if you're gonna get to a place where you can say definitively that that this is real and for me that's where i was at you know and so i and i feel blessed that that i that i got to that point hasn't been easy though i mean i'm sure you know it's 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 hard you know because you do still struggle with questions and you know i like when i'm doing the energy healing some days some days i can really i mean most of the time i can really feel the energy going and because my i feel the way i perceive it is electricity in my hands and Mm -hmm. But then I have those days where it's not flowing real good. And I'm saying, well, is it me? Is it, is it something I'm doing wrong? Is it, is this whole thing? I st- and even though I've, I've done tons of healings and had very significant results, um, I still struggle. It's, it's, I think it's just the human mind. That's how we're designed. You know, and I, but I think it's healthy too. I think, I think to just dismiss those questions out of hand without, without going through the, anal, you know, the analyzation process, you miss an opportunity to reinforce it. Um, you know, you don't really have, have that faith. I think the faith can, is reinforced when you question and you, and you, and you go through and, and ask the question, say, oh yeah, but there's that and that and that and that and that. I can't believe I'm questioning this again. What, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, so, um, yeah, I'll get off my soapbox. People that do that work, you know, psychics that I work with on my team, I mean, those are the most honest psychics like you who can say, I do this, but I don't know how I do this. I don't understand how this stuff comes and why I'm, why I can be so, or some of you know, the ones that are accurate, you know, how I can be so accurate with this stuff. I don't understand where it comes from, but it's there. It just comes from something yeah. that's a gift. It's just a gift for people to have. Now, when you started opening up, you know, learning about Tyson and all this was starting to go on. That's what opened you up. I mean, really opened you up, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, well, yeah, it, it, because it was such a, you know, it was such a profound experience to, to, because, because what, what ended up happening for me was, was over and over and over again, I got to interact with Tyson right. and, 
and then but then i also interacted with a number of family members that had crossed sure. over and and for and friends that had crossed over and and a lot of times it was I wasn't even expecting it. It was people that I lost a long time ago that that were no longer even really on my radar. Um, not that I didn't still love them, but they weren't they weren't constantly on my mind. Right. And and so yeah, I mean, when you have these these profound experiences, and then you say, well, I mean, my goodness, it it, it it's such a uh, such a a, a peace giving experience. It, it's so warm and and mm-hmm. and. You know, it creates it creates healing on a level that you you couldn't have predicted mm-hmm. until you you actually go through that experience. And so, you know, it's beautiful. I mean, it's 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 such a gift. And then so you look at that and you say, well, I'm, I'm not going to just take this gift and walk. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. go. I want to go further and see, you know, if if one, if I can be a contributor and 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 help other people have these experiences. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now is that I'm, I, I'm a healer, but I'm also like, you know, I wrote my book. I'm, I'm kind of gearing up to write my second book and, and I, I'm, I'm starting to podcast myself next month. Um, my, with myself and another former cop who's an, who's an animal communicator now. Um, and, and so what I, what I'm trying to do, cause I, I'm, I, is, is be a voice. Mm-hmm. Be a, be a voice for for getting getting the information out there, and I you know I mean there are some really talented healers out there, and 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 you know I hope to to be one of those, and you know I've I've had my experiences, but you can heal with your with your voice as well, you know mm-hmm. by by sharing your story, and and it just it's it's just one of those things where it's it's too big to just ignore it, at least for me. You know, every, everybody's got their mission, but for me, that's where I'm at. And the more you do it, the better you'll get. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's the other thing that's great about having the practice is that, is that I do it every day now, you know, um, and it's, it's, I'm constantly working with the energy and, and, and how use kind of refining my own process and, and, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's cool stuff. Well, as you said in the beginning of all this, um, as a former police officer or a police officer at the time, were you cynical when you when you talked to your first uh, medium about 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 this stuff? Did you go in kind of cynical? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Um, the first, I, well, I wouldn't say cynical, but I was. I was. It was one of these deals where I I wasn't going to just. They weren't going to be able to just give me general information. Sure you know, um, and, and convince me and which in a way isn't fair because they're, they're not, they're not there to prove, prove it to you. They're there to, to pass on messages. And, but for me, it was more than just, it, there was a, there was a big, a big task at hand. And it, it was one, one was, was, was the, was the communication and, and, and finding peace with Tyson. But the other part was, was having the experience and, 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 and finding out whether or not this is legit, you know? So I guess I was sort of on an investigative mission. Um, sure. But, but what, what I hoped was, was that, that that part of it would, would prove to be true. And, and, and then, then I could have the other part because one, one had to go with the other. There was no, I wasn't going to find peace about Tyson if I didn't believe that it was real. So the right. first couple, um, the first couple that I did, I wouldn't say that I know, I know they were very reputable communicators. So I know they were, 
you know, they were, they were good, but the information that came to me wasn't anything that I couldn't have intuited myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so I wasn't, it left me wanting. And so when I, I, I originally, I was just going to do the one and then I said, well, I'll give it one more. And then, and it, that one, I, so I called a couple and the first one called me back and scheduled something for a week or two out. And then, and then the second one had been out of town. She came back and said, Hey, I can fit you in tonight. So I ended up doing three. And when I got to the third one, I, I told her, I said, you know, I'm, I'm very open. I, I want, and frankly, I, I would like to believe that this is real. Um, but I'm also very skeptical and, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't, you know, I didn't have, uh, anything in, in the, these first two experiences that were convincing to me. And she said, well, you know, I can't promise you that I'm going to give you anything that's going to convince you, but I will, I will give you what I get. And hopefully that will, that will be something that means something to you. And that was all, you know, she, she wasn't making any promises. She's very, very straightforward great, great person and communicator. And, um, her name's Sandy Casca, by the way. Uh, and, um, and and she she just blew my socks off. I mean, I I it, it blew my mind that that session. So and that was like the that was the first big chink in the armor for me. Like it was like I I told her at the end of the session, I think you made a believer out of me. But then of course I I started analyzing and questioning and and I I wouldn't say that I know I became a non-believer, but I was still i was processing it as you go down this rabbit hole it's a it's a process you know you, your your brain has to your whole being has to adjust and it's kind of a slow you have to be patient with yourself and and and, and just kind of let it let it take its course which is what i did and and i'm still on my course though you know i'm still learning and growing and 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 fighting against skepticism and <laughs> we're not fighting but you know um uh, overcoming be, right, because right. you know through experiences and and so it's uh i it, it's not for the faint of heart but it's also something that i would recommend if anybody that's 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 ready and wants to go on that find that that peace and go down that that path i think i would recommend it to anybody you know because it because the rewards are great here's a question you know, as a police officer did you talk when we first started, you know, getting the signs or, or doing this stuff? Did you have conversations with anybody else about this stuff or did you just keep it to yourself? Um, I know I definitely I, I had conversations. In fact, there was um, one of one of the officers that I worked with had she learned Reiki before I did. And, and I, I told her she's an animal lover and I told her about some of the things I was experiencing and. I was looking for ways to expand myself and because I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. I didn't have any other, you know, I, I had my fair share of paranormal experiences, you know, clear, clear cognizance and, and, and encounters with, with spirits and things like that throughout my life. But I think most people do if they're honest about it. Um, but I didn't have it. There was, it wasn't like I was, I, I didn't have any, any clear, obvious psychic gifts that that would you know like a lot of people live in the closet until they're 30 40 years old and they finally decide to to do something with it and i wasn't one of those people so i was looking for a way to expand and my my friend she recommended reiki and then once i started having those experiences and 
and and seeing you know and reinforcing it not just just not just the having somebody else read for me but actually experiencing um, paranormal energy and and seeing the results of it then i st- then i was like well this is real you know i mean I, I already thought it was but then i now it was like i can i can actually point to my own experiences mm-hmm. not just not just relaying what in- information that somebody else gave me i can actually show you that and, and I, so what i started doing was healing my coworkers. i started mm-hmm. offering people you know especially headaches and things like that it, it was and but even there i'll tell you what I, there was um there there was one one in particular and I, I write about this one in the book but one of the sergeants i was cross paths with him one day in the hallway and and i i, I say how you doing he, he says and and i look back on this so we weren't like we were friendly but we weren't close or anything and uh and so he he no one would normally go into this much detail he goes oh man so i got the worst headache He's like, oh, it's just, it's killing me. It's like, and, and he just, it, it, normally he'd be like, hey, what's going on? And, and that would be the end of it. But he, he's telling me this. And so I, I said, well, would, would you like me to try some Reiki on you? And, and he goes, man, I'll try anything. So I, I came down to his office and, and he was a detective sergeant and there were a couple other detectives in there. So I walk in and I guess he told them what I was going to do. And, and I walk in and they've already got the, spa music playing and you know and they're and they're ready to make fun of me as i as i go and do this you know <laughs> which it, it wasn't malicious that these these were good natured ribs so um uh, so i went over and i started working on them and and it only took a couple minutes but he, i mean he he said i can feel the headache draining out of my head and it, you know it it and I, oh man, my hands were going crazy. It was, it was obvious that there was something going on, but he never once came up to me after that and asked for anything else, you know, and I, that was, that was years before I left. So, you know, even when you have an experience like that, your, your mind wants to shut it down, you know, right. the cool thing though, is that one of the detectives that was there, he was, it, it it, it struck him enough to where he he came to me on the side and, and he said, you know, I've had this experience and this experience and, and, and it, we, we actually found a common ground and, and there were some things that happened later. I'll probably write about it in my second book, but there were some things that happened in, involving a case that he was working on that, you know, where, where it was paranormal stuff that came into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we were able to, I was able to help him and, and help the victim's family. And, and it, it was, it was pretty cool. So I, I would say that most of the people I worked with, granted, this is in California where things are, right. You know, although I, I don't know, I think, I think the world in general, at least in, in the United States. And, you know, I think we're, I think we're a lot more open now than we, than, than, than we used to be, but oh, yeah. they, you know, they gave, they definitely gave me, you know, some, some friendly, goofy you know uh ribbing but and and they certainly not all of them believed um but they thought it was cool that i was i was pursuing something that i was passionate about that that was about as far as it went they you know i'm sure that it's hard it's hard to say but i think my i think that over time they'll respect it even more Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Because as as the more and more people have these experiences and it becomes more more mainstream, I, I think 
Oh, that Wainwright, he was cutting edge. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see, you know. I mean, I think that is definitely, a, you know, a, probably a what you would expect is kind of a stereotypical reaction from, a, from the law enforcement community is they'd be hostile towards it. But I, but not at all. Um, I even, uh, I worked with a guy who had been a, um, an, an, ins a, a, an inspector sergeant, which is a detective sergeant in San Francisco for homicide mm -hmm. for fifth, I think 15 years, he was a homicide detective. So you can only imagine the things he saw in his oh, career. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I remember, we, cause we were, we were looking at ways because of what I was bringing into the picture. We're looking at ways to, to possibly bring psychics in to help with investigations. And he, that's a, that's kind of a difficult thing because that it, it, you know, like a lot of times with readings, they ask probing questions, mm -hmm. you know, to, to give themselves to be able to, you know, okay, am I heading in the right direction? And, when you're doing it for police work, because it ends up having to hold up in a court of law, you know, if you follow a lead based on, on a specific, on specific information that was given by a psychic, it, it has to be objective, completely objective. Right. You know, there can't, there can't be. So it, it, you know, it's not like in the movies, it's not quite as, as straightforward as that, but he, he had experience this, 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 this sergeant, had experience with this from San Francisco. He'd worked with it quite a bit, um, enough to where he, he, he knew it really well. And, and so that just goes to show you, you know, and he, he had been a cop since the seventies. Mm -hmm. So, so in certain circles, this, this, you know, I imagine when you're, when you're dealing with these awful situations and you're trying to get closure, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's like anything else. You're, it op you're open to other avenues because you're, you've hit a dead end or, or, Sure. You know, you know, just like when you're, you know, you've been flayed open, your heart's been flayed open because you lost your buddy. And, right. you know, same thing. Absolutely. Now, when you talk about it being accepted more now, I remember, I, I remember those days 20 years ago. I remember when I first started ghost hunting and I remember trying to ask people real delicately, you know, like, because you'd have to get permission to go into places, of course, you know. And I remember having uh, we were doing this thing in the city of Woodland, and I wanted to get permission to let them know that we were going to be there filming and stuff. And I remember t talking to the city officials, and I said, well, you watch such and such TV show? Well, yeah. I said, well, that's what we do. Because you were always kind of like, like, like walking on eggs around people. Yeah. You know? And they either liked it or they didn't like it, right? But now you go into places, and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 I know what you do, just like you being a healer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I know what you're doing. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't always that way. It wasn't always that yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I it's I I still because where I live now, I live I live in Tallahassee, Florida. Okay. And um, which is you know, it's in the Bible, it's kind of in the Bible belt, southern Bible belt. Um there I mean, people here are very down to earth and mm -hmm. and you know, I mean it's it's very I don't know, very a very open minded, accepting place for the most part but there's a lot of religious dogmatic religious type population and um and so they it's not that they're they're not offended or anything like that they're they don't they're it's not like they're gonna blackball you or anything but mm -hmm. they're like well yeah i don't i don't want any part of that that's that's how i i think i mean not everybody certainly but there's right. there's it's 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 pretty common to have right. people react right. that way. I even have right. family members that 
I keep saying, come on. When are you going to come over so I can, I can give you healing? Oh, we'll see when I need it, when I need it. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I got you. Question in the chat room is, what types of healings have you done? Um, well, it's, I, I do anything and everything, you know, it's, it's, it, especially with Reiki. I mean, Reiki can be applied to, to any situations, physical ailments, emotional, you name it. Um, but I've had, you know, I've worked on, um, like, uh, migraines, Crohn's disease, um, a lot he- headaches. I could take a headache away like, like that. It's, um, it's pretty, pretty incredible. Uh, but a lot of times, or, you know, back pain, mm-hmm. you, you, you name it. Um, I, I'm more, I, right now I'm working with somebody that's, that, that has leukemia and, and I'm, I'm the only thing, the only actual treatment that she's receiving and, and she's improving. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I, few weeks ago I, I was at a psychic fair and there was a, a young lady there that had was had blindness in her right eye and it was kind of a situation where um where where she, the, the the blindness was um it, it it was it was what's the word i'm looking for intermittent so mm-hmm. she you know she it was it was degenerative but it was one of those things where it was getting more and more frequent where she would couldn't see out of this one eye and I, I worked on her and, and I got an email back from, from her grandmother a, a couple of weeks later. And, and she said, you know, she hasn't, she's been perfect ever since you worked on her. So, yeah, I'm hoping that that stays permanent. I don't, I don't, I don't know for sure, but there's no question that it, that it has an impact, you know, but you hear about like some of my, my teachers, um, that I've worked with, you know, broken bones that, that they're they're no longer broken they go they're just mm-hmm. like they start working on them and then, and afterwards it's just not broken anymore or uh you know cancer is just disappearing mm-hmm. you know thing, things like that so that all that stuff is possible but it's 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 not as straightforward as oh if you're if you're a powerful healer you can just you, you can heal anybody because there's yeah. other there's other, there's other elements um to the problem so for example if if a person you know it's spirit it's spiritual energy that's doing the healing okay so mm-hmm. everybody's here uh, I, i'm sure your audience can get on board with this we're all here to learn our lessons and some of those lessons involve struggles mm-hmm. um and if let's say for example i like to use this example because it's pretty straightforward let's say you let's say you're somebody who's who's very active and a little bit arrogant and you know like doesn't appreciate your physical vitality um and they you break your femur you know break your leg and and all of a sudden you're and, and it's a bad break you know where they got to put like a a, 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 a a you know some metal in there to, to fix it um well you know it sure energy could heal that but would that be in your in your spiritual best interest to not go through that experience of having to cope with that immo- immobility and you know so that that's that's just an example um the other thing is when when you're when you're when you're being healed it, there's it's it's energy and energy has a certain vibration a certain mm-hmm. frequency right so if you happen to be somebody who um 
is that let's say let's say you're like i want to heal i want this to stop mm -hmm. but the reality is that maybe you've got you've got some issues going on where where that ailment whether it be psychological or or physical is actually makes you feel secure like they're yeah. like they're, it's it's your comfort zone let's say you know deep down on an energetic level you don't want to be healed you might you might consciously logically say yes i want to be healed but but maybe on another level you don't well if those two energies conflict if the if the healing frequency the ener the frequency of the healing energy can't merge with with the part of your body or your your being that needs healing it's it's not going to work right so there there's other there's, there's there's different factors involved um but what I, what i've found is that it it most of the time it 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 does some pretty cool stuff Another question in the chat room is, can you help cancer patients go into remission and stay in remission? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I've seen, well, I mean, there was, I had a, I had a cancer patient that I worked on that, that went into remission and then it eventually came back, but here's, here's the thing. And then I'm working on the other one right now. I, the thing about, about all physical ailments is that if you look at it from a spiritual paradigm, um, mm -hmm. they, they all have their basis in something spiritual, right? So, and they say the left side of the body's the fem the, the feminine, the right side's the masculine. And, and so let's say, um, let's say you've got uh, cancer of the spleen on the left mm -hmm. side of your, of your, of your abdomen. Well, you know, that's, that's right in your solar plexus that's that's if you're looking at it on, from from a spiritual standpoint that's in your solar plexus chakra your your center of of personal that's something that's been a problem that you've been struggling with for a long time um there's an imbalance an energetic imbalance well a cancer can be caused by that and yes you might be able to be healed by it but if if the problem that you have in your life um you know where you're not you're not taking taking on your personal power if that ha if that problem hasn't been addressed those same energetic blocks are going to still be present in your life and there's and and so the the odds of that cancer coming back are probably pretty good so mm -hmm. yeah i mean you can you can certainly be be healed and you know the the healing energy can help you work through those those problems too to to get mm -hmm. to get into balance but um uh but so it's a, it's a it's a very holistic you have to look at it holistically it's not as, as simple as oh, i'm going to take this away and that's that you know okay. I, I i and i used to look at it when i first started with this i looked at it like that and as okay. i've i've come i've come to learn that that it's that there's there's just so much to it there's so, they, okay. you, 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 you as a as a human when you're healing it's an opportunity not just to alleviate the ailment that you're dealing with the right. discomfort that you're dealing with, but it's it's an opportunity to grow and improve on mm -hmm. a on a soul level and and that's that's what you're looking to 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 achieve i i th i think if you're trying to get the most out of life and the most out of of, of the lessons that that ailment whether it be cancer or, or or anything else if you're if you're looking to get the most out of it that's the healthy way to approach it okay okay another question is i never even heard of this can you help low-level agoraphobia? Agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. I can't even say it right. See, you said it right. I didn't. What is agoraphobia? Agor I, 
I, you know what? I'm I, I, right now for some reason I can't. I, I got to look up what that means. <laughs> Agoraphobia. I know I know yeah. the the term, um, but I'm gonna have to refresh my memory. Kind of like therapy, be... you gotta work at it and not just take meds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I have to figure out that one. I never heard of that. That's a new one on me. These guys get me in these questions. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> it's a situation where the person perceives their environment to be unsafe with no easy way to escape. So anxiety. Yeah. Um, um, well, yes. I mean, it's, it, it you know, what, what's, I'm no psychologist and I'm not going to claim to be, I'm not, I'm not a medical professional. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm an energy healer, but, um, but yeah, I, it's, so it, it, depending on what, you know, what contributes to that, you know, I'm sure that's, got to be really difficult and so my heart goes out to you um but but if so if you're trying to get to the bottom of 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 why you feel that way and and, and trying to work through it so you, you develop a sense of of security as you're doing that the energy the, the energy healing can assist you in that mm-hmm. right you know ba- balance you at reiki in particular is really good at, at, um reiki works really well with relieving anxiety it really helps, um, but but I don't necessarily think that. I mean, I think it. I think it could help a lot, and and maybe it could just alleviate it completely. But I would be more inclined to say, you know, it will help you. That there's going to have to be more to it. it. It it's one of those things where it'll be it'll be assisting you in working through the problem, and you'll feel a difference. I mean, when when you get when you get a treatment, you can you can definitely feel the energy. It, it, it up, it uplifts you. It lowers your stress levels. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but it doesn't alleviate if there's an underlying problem that's there, it's only going to assist you in, in dealing with that problem. It's not necessarily going to just take it away. Um, Mm -hmm. but again, there's, there's no right, there's no black and white way to answer that question because it, it, if it's, if it's a struggle that you're, that you're working through on a soul level, that this is part of your, life mission is to is to cope with this and grow through it um it, it's it's going to help you when it's when it's in your, when it's in your highest good or, or it's going to it's going to alleviate the symptoms of when it's in your highest good if that makes sense what do you say to people who are going through a profound loss and they're trying to find their way um you mean like in a or any kind of loss yeah, any kind of loss, like losing a kid or losing an animal, or you know, anyone, a loved one. Well, I, I think, I mean, for, first, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you have to just the common sense thing. Time, time heals all wounds, right? So, the the getting through that loss and and adjusting to it. I mean, you're actually you have a psychological wound, and it's going to take time to heal. Um, but when it comes to the loss of of a loved one, my thing is, it, as we talked about before, you know, it's the realization that they, yeah, it's a loss and it's a huge loss and it, and, and right. nothing's going to make that easier. But that said, they still live. They're still with you. You can still contact them. You can still engage with them. Um, you can still send your love out to them and have them feel that love and they can still send that love to you and have you feel that love. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a, you know, it's, it, it's not, you know, you, you, th- you think on, on, a, on a more religious level, you say, well, I'll see them again. 
you know, and, right. and it seems like a, it seems kind kind of a, like a kind of a sanctimonious abstract, you know, reaction. Right. Um, but that's not what this is. This is real, you mm-hmm. know, that you really are with them still. You're not going to see them again someday or you will, but they're still with you literally, mm-hmm. you know, um, and they can still come and, and see you and you, and, and you can, if you, if you open your heart to them and, and reach out to them, and you and you open your senses and you're and you really open yourself mentally spiritually emotionally you can you can feel them you know so that's that's what i that's the advice i would give people is that is that coming to that that realization is 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 a big thing and i i really encourage people to to take on the the services of a psychic and a in a medium because they can really they can help you to see it and experience it and make it tangible for you in a way that, um, that gives you a lot of peace and, and really allows you to move on in, in a, in, in a of hope mm-hmm. and, you know, in peace that, that, that you can't get if you, if you turn your back on that, that truth. So. Fantastic. So what's next for you? Uh, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to keep, trying to to build my my practice and and help as many people as i can and i'm i'm gonna write a second book uh it and it, it'll involve doggies but also the, the spiritual growth um and I'm, I'm i'm actually i'm working on my doctorate in metaphysical healing right now so that cool. you know that that's something i'm i'm doing as well um but yeah i'm just you know my my thing is i i just want to help as many people as i can in in as in an as intimate of a way as i can you know mm-hmm. um like really engage people one-on-one and and i i'm all for giving you know doing speaking and stuff too but 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 really i, I want to be able to engage people and, and help as many as i can and and then that of course they help others and you know while I'm here and I just want to live a peaceful life, you know, you um, you know, I don't, I don't want much. I don't, I don't want to be like, have, have a, a, like crazy busy life and all that. But I do, I do want to just make, do as much good as I can with the time that I have left. I'm 49. So I figure I've got to hopefully, you know, a few more decades left, um, you know, make the most of it. There you go. There you go. How can people find you, sir? Um, the, my website for, for the, for the book is tysonsgift.com that's t-y-s-o-n-s g-i-f-t.com mm-hmm. and and then my healing practice is tysonsgifthealing.com okay um, and and there's there's links to eat you know go you can get to both of them from each other uh but yeah check it out and it, you know if you have any questions or you'd, you'd like to just engage in a conversation or whatnot um you can you can reach me on those sites as well. Sounds good. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And I like uh, thank that. you, Charlotte. New book out. I'd like to get you on again because it's been fascinating. Yeah, yeah anytime. Just just okay. just uh, hit, hit me up, and I'll yeah I'll I'll reach out to you too when when the next one comes out. But I'm you know I like to come on and talk about these things. So if you have a a dead space in your calendar, feel free to reach out. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll be sure to do that. All right, sir. Okay. Thank you. Have a good evening. All right. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. You too. Thank you. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. All righty. That was fascinating to learn that. And, you know, it's, it, it all started with his dog, with his dog passing, you know. And uh, 
yeah, I can I can attest to that stuff. Now that now that it's not about me, <laughs> but uh, I've had a lot of experiences. Maybe I'll do a show on the experiences I've had since. Why am I on two cameras? No, 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 no. Okay, there we go. Um, the experiences I've had with with my dogs passing because I didn't think I'd ever have experiences with my animals. I just didn't. But I mean, I, I think the more I got into paranormal work, like like he says, the the more you do this work, the more sensitive you get. And that was a lot of it too. So the the more work I did doing this, the more I would see my animals, and even my mom, you know, my dad, whoever else is here in this house, because this is a full house here. It's all relatives, so I don't worry about that stuff. But uh, especially the one dog that that died in December, I did not expect the response from that dog as quickly as quickly as it came, you know. And uh, so maybe we'll do a show about that because I I could spend an hour talking about that stuff because I've had a lot of interesting experiences with with my animals all right tomorrow i'm gonna i'm gonna like update you guys on something tomorrow i'm off but 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 uh we've got a pre-recorded show that the gentleman was from um scotland his name is scott creighton and he and he has done some studies on the great pyramids and he doesn't think that they were um used to store the bodies to, to, to be tombs he thinks they were used for storage and, uh, you know, for, for a great flood, okay? So he's got some real interesting things to say about that. However, I will be live tomorrow because I'm going to be a guest on somebody else's show. So at 5, at 5.15 p.m. Pacific tomorrow, I will be on Dr. Linda Selvin's show. And I'm going to be doing a guest spot over there. So you'll get to see me live tomorrow, but then you won't get to see me live. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. So look for me at 5.15 p.m pacific on dr linda Selvin's show and then following that at the usual time is 6 30 p.m pacific you guys are gonna have to um check out my facebook because there there, there is a link to the youtube because this is going to be live on youtube and you guys i'm a lot you know i mean it's going to show on youtube it's a premiere on youtube with, uh, with with scott creighton and talking about the uh the pyramids the great pyramids in egypt so that's how it's going to work so 5 15 with dr linda Selvin live and then the, the pre-recorded interview at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right? So just I just want to get you guys a heads up about that. And I'll have all, you know, the, the, I'll have all the links updated and everything for you guys to follow in a, in a bit here. But I want to thank you all for coming tonight. I really appreciate it. If you're watching from Facebook, please be sure to hit that follow button. If you're watching from YouTube and you're new or you're you're all watching from YouTube and you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Um, there's that little ghost. I think he's in the bottom right hand corner with the magnifying glass and the Sherlock Holmes hat on. Um, he's there. Click on him and that'll subscribe you to our videos. We're going into our we start our third season of videos next week. Kind of cool. Season three coming up. All right. But there are 450 videos sitting over there. YouTube, all different topics, everything you can think of. And if you peruse, you're, you're, you're going to see that. And I'm sure there's something that you're interested in that you'll find over there. Also, visit us at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. Um, and visit us on Facebook, California Haunts Radio, California Haunts. We're over on Facebook. And again, if you think you might have a paranormal issue that you need help with, let me know. Shoot me an email over, over either my personal stuff, you know, uh, under my name or California Haunts. Okay? Anyway, I want to thank you guys for coming tonight. And I really appreciate it. So I will see you, hopefully see you guys tomorrow at 5.15 at, doc, at Dr. Linda Selvin's show. If not, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll probably be on the chat tomorrow night for um, Scott Creighton's show. 
more than likely I'll be sitting in my recliner watching the chat, you know, <laughs> eating some popcorn or something, you know, watch it, watching myself on the air. It's kind of creepy, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So either way, I will, start, I will see you guys tomorrow, but uh, have a good evening. I hope you enjoyed the show and I'm going to go ahead and show you the contact information for this gentleman. And here we go. So website is tysonsgift.com. And like he said, over on that site, you can also get access to the healing site as well. And of course, the book is Tyson's Gift. And you can get that either at his website or you can get it through Amazon. All right, guys, I will see you tomorrow then. All right, bye-bye.